Welcome to Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. I'm Jerry Williams. Thank you so much for listening. Today on the podcast, another segment of From the Archive. This is going to be an interview, actually portions of three interviews I've done over the years with a young man named Matthew West, who was much younger when I first met him. Of course, so was I. Uh, That is coming up from the archives, some segments with Matthew West. But first, this week's good news. Now, last week in baseball, there was some exciting news as the Braves set a modern-day, modern-era National League record by scoring 29 runs in a game. This week, it's the Yankees. The Yankees hit 19 home runs over the course of three games to set a new record. And during that time, they also set a team record by hitting five home runs in the same inning of one game. In Bibb County, Georgia, deputies reunited a family with their stolen Dalmatian. Now, the dog didn't start out to be stolen. Matter of fact, the dog, along with the family's German Shepherd, had just gone missing. Uh, a woman found them and placed an ad looking for the owners, and the owners found the ad, called the woman, and the woman had said that someone already claimed the Dalmatian, claiming to be the owner. Came and said, no, that German Shepherd's not mine, but the Dalmatian, that's my dog. So they called the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff found the dog. They had gotten what the car looked like, a description of the vehicle from the lady who had found and found the dogs and placed the ad. And then they had done some snooping around, found out a report from uh, somebody about a lady being seen walking a Dalmatian. They arrested the dog thief and charged her with theft of lost or mislaid property and returned the Dalmatian to their family. There's a gentleman in Sewanee, Georgia. Uh, His name is Jack Griffith. And pretty soon you're going to be seeing his smiling face on bags of Lay's barbecue potato chips and white cheddar snacks. And he said he's glad he made the barbecue because that's his favorite kind. He'll be on because Lay's is featuring 30 ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. Griffin came up with a website and an app called Food Finder. And that helps people find their closest food pantry, whether because they need food or they want to donate food or they want to volunteer. He's already connected over 350,000 people to food relief across the country. It's part of Lay's Smile with Lay's campaign, which benefits the international charity Operation Smile. And Griffin said he started the app and the website because he was looking for a place to volunteer. He thought a food bank would be a great place to do some community service, do some volunteer work, was having a hard time finding one. So he developed the website and the app. Okay, I don't know if this really qualifies as as good news. It's weird news. It's news that probably could only happen in 2020. The orcas are attacking. Orcas, you know, the, the biggest member of the dolphin family, they are mounting coordinated attacks on boats, at least off the coast of Spain near Cape Trafalgar, where individual Orcas or pods, groups of orcas, as many as nine of them, have been ramming boats and causing damage and injuring passengers. And they know they're coordinated because they're whistling back and forth. You know, the dolphins communicate with each other. They're whistling and doing whatever kind of noise dolphins do as they're in the midst of this attack. One of them lasted for more than an hour. They beat that boat up so bad it had to be towed in. Now, some experts, marine biologists and scientists think perhaps they are doing this because... During COVID-19, especially at the beginning when everything was shut down, especially in Europe, 
hardly any boats out on the water. Well, that caused a much more relaxed atmosphere for the orcas. It also put a little bit of relief on the tuna supply because they weren't out there fishing for tuna. So the orcas had a lot more food to eat. And when they put two and two together, they're smart animals. They knew with those boats coming back out, first it's going to be noisier and dirtier and stinkier from the diesel engines, and there's going to be less tuna to eat. We must stop these boats, is what the scientists are guessing the orcas have said. Let's just hope this doesn't spread to other parts of the world, attacking orcas. And now, we're the honeybee story of the week. Remember, September is honey month. Scientists have taken a page out of training tracking dogs you know, like bloodhounds and that kind of stuff. And they're applying it to honeybees. If you want a dog to find somebody, you let them sniff a belonging of that person, something that has that person's scent on it, and then they can zero in on that and go find the person. Well, scientists have been giving honeybees food scented with odors that mimic certain plants in hopes of leading the honeybees to those crops, and it seems to be working. The initial experiment was with sunflowers, And the honeybees visited nearby sunflower fields more often, causing more effective pollination and increasing production of the flower seeds, depending on the field and the the hive of bees, colony of bees, by 29 to 57%. Well, other pollinator-dependent crops like almonds, pears, and apples will be tested next. And scientists hope this will be a fairly easy, non-invasive way of having the bees be more effective and efficient on these crops and increasing the yield of crops around the world. We are opening up the archives once again for uh, actually not just one interview, not two, but portions of three interviews I have done over the years with Matthew West. Now, I've known Matthew, I guess, it has to be 15, 16, 17, going on 20 years since he was just a new up-and-coming artist, and and that's a portion of what we're going to talk about uh, in in some of these segments from these interviews. He was actually coming into the Atlanta area where I am based three years in a row, 2016, 2017, 2018, and uh, I talked with him on the phone prior to each of those concerts. Now, a couple of episodes back on Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast, we had Jeremy Camp on. One of the times that Matthew came, he was touring with Jeremy Camp, and and we referenced that in this upcoming interview. One thing that I missed while recording the interview, I think it was the one from 2016, uh, when, when Matthew called to do the interview, I tried to keep artists on their toes when I'm talking to them. And so when he called... And I answered the phone. He said, hey, this is Matthew West for Jerry Williams. And I said to him, Matthew West, my old nemesis. And it caught him off guard. It really did. I wish I had the audio still, but I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't rolling tape <laughs> at that moment. Caught him off guard. And then we left and said, no, man, I'm just trying to keep you on your toes. But he references that a little bit later on in the interview. That's why I bring it up, because you're going to hear him call me his nemesis. And you're going to wonder, what in the world did they do? That's what it was. I was just goofing with him. In another one of these segments, he is going to be coming to the Atlanta area to do a concert, and he'll have Jordan Felice with him. Jordan Felice was on the podcast not too long ago, and uh, one of the stories about the green couch that we talked about with Jordan Felice, that was at that concert with Matthew West that we'll reference in this upcoming interview. And then the final segment was from 2018, 
I talked with him the day after the Dove Awards when he won the Songwriter of the Year Dove Award. So 2016, 2017, 2018 segments from those interviews with Matthew West right now. You came here when we were in Atlanta back in an old building, and you were cooking up yeah, hamburgers and stuff out in the parking lot. Remember yeah, that? that was when we first met. Yeah. It was the very beginning of my career. I was trying to get my career jump started, and we did a cookout tour, if you remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where we uh, cooked up some burgers and tried to find our way to uh, radio people's hearts through their stomach. <laughs> That's a great way of doing it, too. That was just right? after, I think that was right around the time that more came out, isn't it? That was right before my very first song came out. You're exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was the beginning of the whole thing. How have you been, man? I have been wonderful. Been wonderful. You know, we're part of now the larger Joy FM network, which yeah, includes that's the what folks. I heard, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're looking forward to you guys being here for Winter Jam, but we're involved all that stuff with you, you know, the different stories that you've done over the course of the last couple of uh, projects. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And forgiveness, of course, came from one of our Florida listeners. That's exactly right. A, a woman named uh, Renee Napier was a Joy FM listener. You know, she was one of the first people to respond to my invitation to uh, tell your story, you know, and just realize that your story matters and your story could could help somebody else if you tell it. And I, I've collected over 40,000 stories, if you believe that. Wow, you know, a, a whole lot of them have come from, from your listeners over the years. And, uh, you know, the, like you mentioned, the song Forgiveness, uh, among, among several other songs, were actually inspired by some Joy FM listeners, which is a pretty cool journey that when we've been able to be on. And, you know, some people don't realize that when they hear my songs, that there's actually someone's personal story behind it. And, uh, you know, that makes it really special for me to, to be able to share that with somebody and say, hey, you know, your story, in Renee's case, you know, Renee was a single mom whose daughter was killed in a drunk driving accident, and she just went through so much grief, uh, like anybody would, after losing her daughter, and yet God just began to turn her life around in a powerful way and led her to forgive the drunk driver who committed that crime, and together now they travel and, and speak at schools and churches all over the country, they speak about the dangers of drunk driving and the power of forgiveness. And, you know, it's just when you hear stories of everyday people doing extraordinary things, it fires you up. And that's what makes me write songs, man. Let me ask you one more thing, because I know you got a bunch of other interviews lined up. No, no worries, man. For With, my nemesis, I got all the yeah. time in the world. <laughs> With that many people and that many different personalities and just from knowing you, I got to think that there's at least one or two practical Joker type folks on this tour. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's going to be the more comfortable we get with each other, the the looser that's going to you know that's going to get. The practical jokes will be happening. Um, I mean, it's just just even me and my own band. Like we're always messing with each other. One of my favorite things to do is you know every now and then a band member will have to go to the bathroom. Uh, or, or we'll stop at a gas station for a fuel, something like that. So one band member always takes too long. You know, they're in the <laughs> snack aisle or something at the truck stop. And so we like to take the bus and get the driver to hurry up. And then we we drive around the corner <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and we hide the bus behind a wall at, but to where we can all still see the person come out and, like, start freaking out that they missed their ride. And uh, it's just, it's so juvenile. It's like so sixth grade, but it always makes me laugh. So uh, 
so that's something that we'll we'll usually do with with a band member here or there at at a, at a local truck stop. <laughs> you, you you need to run video on that and just start a new YouTube channel of practical jokes on the road or something. We should for sure. I'm, I'll I'll try to keep my camera ready for when any of those moments happen on tour. Maybe we'll have something happen when we come to Georgia. Let's hope so. Matthew, always a pleasure to talk with you, buddy. It's been way too long. Hey, likewise, Jerry. I appreciate you and uh, appreciate uh, getting to say that I can call you not a nemesis, but a friend for all <laughs> these years and uh, and a friend of your station. You guys have been so great to me. and Thanks for all your support and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. It's been too long. You know, I was just looking at uh, your discography, and I can't believe that it has been almost 15 years since you started doing this with records. I mean, you've been obviously you've been in doing music for, a, for almost your whole life, but Happy came out in 2003. Yeah, yeah, I I, I can't believe it. I still feel like a new artist too. So uh, yeah, this is my seventh. Seventh album, All In, is my seventh album, which at the time, it's funny, when I had the idea for an album called All In, I was like, Lord, haven't I already gone all in for you? Like, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been singing my songs for you and telling the world about you, and, and I thought it was a bit ironic, but also fitting, you know, that seven albums later... God's still calling me to go deeper, you know, and go yeah. all in. And so so it kind of really felt like a metaphor for life that there's not a point in our Christian life where we stop, where, where God says, okay, you can stop growing, you can stop going deeper. Um, so it's, it's a real message that's resonating with me right now, but I can't believe it's been 2003 was my first album that came out. I know. Well, like you said, you know, I still think of Matthew S.I. He's this great up-and-coming new artist. Well, no. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> but and so now, now you're I'm an up-and-coming old artist. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're you're so you you were an up-and-coming artist in 2003 with Happy and and now here you are with a guy like Jordan Felice out on the road with you who is an up-and-coming new artist. Do you feel? Yeah. Do you feel that your your role, as far as other artists is concerned, now has shifted a little bit to where you're sort of more of a a mentor or somebody people can come to for advice because you've been doing this for so long? I sure hope so. I mean, I I love working with young artists and been kind of discovering and finding new talent that I can help speak into. And you know, I'm I just was a fan of Jordan Feliz. That's how I wound up inviting him on tour with me. I'm honored to have him on tour with me and. You know, I don't I don't know if I know any more than the next guy, but you know, I'm always willing and and love love to speak into younger artists. You know, I've had artists do that for me, you know, just give me advice at different times whether it's Mark Hall from Casting Crowns or Toby Mack or different people. So, hopefully I can be that for somebody else and and pay it forward like that. And who is this Leanna Crawford? Well, it's funny you should mention that. Leanna Crawford's actually an artist that I discovered um you know, much like George, just a young, up-and-coming singer. You know, for me, I've got two daughters, Jerry, and they're 11 and 8. I I watch how they're looking for the kind of music that they like, and sometimes they don't find it in Christian music. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like So I found this girl who, she's a 21-year-old college student, and she's an incredible singer, I mean, she could be like Taylor Swift, but she wants to sing songs about Jesus. And I, I think that's pretty awesome. So 
I've just been helping her develop and we've been writing songs with her and this is her first time going on a tour and man, she's been crushing it every single night just getting one standing ovation after the other. So I'm excited to introduce her to your listeners and they'll kind of get to discover her before the rest of the world does. We talked earlier about how you still kind of seem like a new artist. I think part of that is whatever it is in you, this, that spirit, that excitement you have for sharing the good news and for making music, you still have that, I don't know if innocence is the right word, but it's not like you're jaded. It's not like you're, hey, I'm Matthew West. Uh, there's no way I'm cooking a burger for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> With some art, some artists, they get to a certain point in their career where they've advanced yeah. and, and, they, and they are big deals and, and they know it. That's the problem. They know, they know it and they act yeah. like it. Uh, you are yeah, a big you deal. Know. You, I mean, you are. You're, you're, you're well, one of the top artists in the industry now, but you're you're still the same Matthew West that was out there as a goober flipping burgers. <laughs> well, goober is the is the key word there. It and, is. Uh, you know, I mean, back in the day when I was just a songwriter, I would write some of those artists, and can always tell when that artist was really digging themselves. You know, when they yeah. thought they were a big deal, and I remember thinking, like, Lord help me to stay humble, you know, whatever good things come my way. But in all honesty, I think that what's really helped me stay fresh and and have a healthy perspective on life is the stories that people send me every day. You know, I, I talk about it a lot, but I've collected people's stories for six years now. And, and man, when, when, when a real person sends you their real story, you know, that that's the perspective that keeps the fire in my belly and keeps me excited to to get on stage every night and and not show the world whatever talent I may have but to realize that there's something that transcends no matter what talent you have if you're the one putting on a show that's all it's going to be it's going to be a show but if you're God to show up then, yeah. then it can become something bigger something greater and and I really believe that and I've seen that happen and so so for me, I guess I get more excited these days to connect with the stories of people's lives. And, and, and hopefully, you know, I realize this concert we get to do for one moment in time, I get to be part of someone's story. And, man, I don't want to waste that opportunity. I want it to be a memory that we make that, mm-hmm. that hopefully helps somebody draw closer to God and, and find a breakthrough in their life. Yeah, it's a privilege, and you can tell that you that you view it that way as a privilege, as an opportunity. It's almost a gift to you that you're able to do that. Uh, yeah, I really, I, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly it. I do feel, I do feel like it's a gift. I mean, I get to make music and write songs and songs about Jesus, and and then I get to sing them with people on stage. It's like, come on, this is. Yeah. This is I I, should, I I pinch myself. I can't believe it. So I understand you had kind of a big night last night. <laughs> I did, man. I uh, I won a Dove Award, which is which is pretty amazing. Songwriter, uh, it was a songwriter award for artist songwriter of the year, and uh, man, I'm I'm still pinching myself. It's pretty crazy. Congratulations, that is great. You're joining a very elite crowd there. <laughs> Well, I don't know that I belong in the club, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely uh, enjoy my stay here as long as they'll let me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, 
definitely thrilled to receive that award, and we had a good time at the Dove Awards as always. But uh, it's you know it's, it's really an honor when you get to be recognized. Uh, and no offense to the other categories, but those songwriting the songwriting categories those are those are close to my heart. You know that's my my passion is songwriting, and, um, and so that was really neat to be recognized. So I'll be I'll be stepping on stage and. In Georgia, with a little extra pep in my step. It all starts with the song, right? Without the song, there is nothing for anyone to sing. So that is a tremendous award. Ah, oh, thanks, man. You know, it's been an honor for me to write write songs. You know that you guys play on the radio, of course, and songs for. Uh, you know, I've gotten to write songs for other artists as well as my own, and uh, that's been a big part of how the Lord's used me, and um, so, I, you know, I'm super excited. I tell you, I get just as excited when a song that I wrote with another artist does well um, as I do when my own song gets on on the radio. So, like, these days, like, uh, the new Casting Crown song is, you know, I people ask me when I do interviews, like, hey, do you have any requests? And my record label maybe gets mad, but I, <laughs> I sometimes I request the other bands, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So let me ask you this. In all seriousness, after winning the Dove Award last night, is going on the stage with Jeremy Camp tomorrow night going to be a letdown? <laughs> so of course. Well, that's going to be a huge letdown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're no, going to be— it's going to be great— the, uh, We're the, having a great time on tour together, and, you know, I know your listeners know Jeremy's music, and i tell you, we were laughing about it, you know, thanks to you guys, we get on stage and feel like the whole concert's, you know, a big sing-along, you know, <laughs> and uh, the crowd's singing as loud as we are, it's been a lot of fun. And that will do it for this episode of Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hope that you will subscribe. That way, the podcast will show up in your feed uh, wherever you happen to get your podcast. Just a one note, Amazon Music has started doing podcasts now. And Life with Jerry Williams right there from day one. So you can find us on Amazon Music, which means if you have an Alexa device and an Amazon Echo, all you have to do is say to Alexa, Alexa, Play Life with Jerry Williams, and Alexa will respond, now playing Life with Jerry Williams from Amazon Music. Very cool. But if you use Apple or Google or Stitcher or Spotify, any of those other ones, whatever it is, just as long as you listen, subscribe. If your platform allows, give the podcast a rating, maybe a review. That will help other people find the podcast as well. Another exciting new episode of Life with Jerry Williams coming your way on Monday that's the 28th, right? We're almost out of September. Where's the time going? Thanks so much for listening to Life with Jerry Williams.